Forster and Hayes podcast series, Speculations in Unimagined Space. My name's Ewan Forster, and over the period of four months from November 2019, my colleague and long-term collaborator Chris Hayes and I took up residency at Wimbledon College of Arts at the invitation of the Space Gallery to create an installation and performance lecture in response to the reconfiguration of the college to accommodate students of performance and acting. The installation Trig Point and its accompanying performance lecture on the hoof were devised out of many conversations with colleagues, staff and students at Wimbledon, as well as others from further afield, and the podcast series has been a chance for us to invite responses and reflections from some of those people on the main themes of the project, namely an exploration of the material and spatial resourcing of performance teaching in the Contemporary Creative Academy. In this final podcast, we're going to hear from Dr Zoe Loughlin, Director of the Institute of Making at University College London. We join her pottering and fettling in her own studio, whilst reflecting personally on the nature of creative spaces. It's good to have stuff to hand. Um... I don't tend to know what I need until I need it now. This is me thinking, looking at the trig point um, document that was handed to us. And I love the beautiful drawings and the actual trigs were just a lovely thing. But the whole performance left me thinking really heavily, actually, and seriously about space and making and what environments we need or would like available to make work in the broadest possible terms, I suppose. And that how do you create spaces that are about potential and that speak to the widest possible outcome, I suppose, like the potential to make anything. So turning to the notes I made on the night when I got home, because a number of things were kind of activated that I'd had in the corner of my mind, but suddenly crystallized. Yes, having enough Things to hand. It's kind of one of the tricks for me, I suppose. Be it a few different types of tape, sewing machines, laser cutters, hand tools, just feeling equipped and ready. Yeah, a well stocked scrap. A well stocked scraps bin is a lovely thing. Having a rummage. 
actually when you are rummaging you come up with new ideas you see those things differently you see the space you're in as filled with things that could be repurposed reimagined so i um founded or co-founded and run something called the institute of making and it's a workshop and it's a materials library and it's a space for making and it's also a research project and a collection of people and what we make is very varied and what people make in our space is very varied intentionally so and we curate the space in terms of activities that could go on there but also in terms of the equipment we have in order to continually shift the idea that you might know what might come out of it by looking at the stuff that goes into it so there's an area where you might work with clay and you might say oh there's a ceramics kiln but it's not segregated off from other materials the materials share a space so that it's not that one type of process and one type of practice has to live in one room in and of itself it's a shared resource that enables lots of different things to happen and really what I want to happen is people walk in there and feel a sense of potential you know potential for making so I've been thinking about a space for making a space for making things but also a space for making things happen because not only does the space enable people to go through processes of making it enables the performance of materials it enables people to come to the space for a live encounter with stuff and there is a performance that happens with the making or that you prepare for in the space and then there's these public moments where people come to our space but yeah a space for making a space for making things and a space for making things happen really is can be one space those spaces don't have to be different and it also made me think about other reactions to those spaces of potential and of multi outcome and multiple uses and multiple practices in one place and a word that gets bandied about around is innovation and oh it's this innovation hub and instantly my skin prickles and I sort of feel a bit sick when people say that like for me innovation it's a sort of dirty word because it it's like I don't know it's a bit like beauty or something like it's not really for the person who may have that attribute in other people's eyes to sort of declare it does that make sense like if you were a very beautiful person and you said oh yes I'm a beautiful person people would really think no you're an asshole and I think if you're a space and you say where is I'm this is an innovation space it's like it's a sort of asshole space and innovation is the symptom of a human ecosystem a diverse human ecosystem where all sorts of things can be got up to and things will emerge that you didn't know and the minute you say be innovative it's like the death nail for something interesting to happen but it's better to set the diverse conditions and create that diverse ecosystem of spaces and tools and people that will then allow something that other people might then look on and go oh that was innovative but not necessarily the people doing it because when you're doing it you just want to be 
getting on with it and do the best you can. And, um, yeah. And another word that I find problematic is kind of flexible space, because often that's used to discuss or describe or sort of pigeonhole a space as being actually, really, when it comes down to it, nothing and not owned and without character and flavour. And that a flexible space is essentially a space that's a problem for lots of people, but is good enough, which maybe is fine too. But I think you can have not a flexible space, but a very specific space that's still dynamic. So you can have a highly specific space that has dynamism and people might confuse it and think this is a very flexible space because also look at all these different things that are going on. And one day you've got things arranged like this and the next day it's like that. But it still has specificity. It still has character. It still is designed for something. Yet you can design things to move and have a methodology that has an attitude that says, let's rearrange the space. We're going to change it every day. Like even in a domestic space, how often do you move your furniture around? You totally can, but it's a mindset of how you want to behave in your space rather than a characteristic of how flexible is this room and did the architect design a moving wall or something. Um, anyway, a place that is specific and dynamic, I think, is better than a space that's flexible. Um, and also, I was left with a feeling of the power of a, having a, a space of our own and that a place of our own to call ours or to call our own or to call mine or yours is quite powerful as well because then you generate your own sort of material within that space that gets read as that's as specific and it can rub alongside other spaces i think i'm <laughs> describing to myself a stu you know a shared studio model where that's your bit, this is my bit, you get up to your bit, I get up to the stuff in my bit. But we're visible to each other and you you look and you're aware and you create a studio culture that isn't about everything being shared. You can have shared, I suppose it's the balance of shared elements and owned elements and duration at space and in place to make that space the, your place, I suppose. And that... Um, space that's specific and dynamic should also have spaces that are separate and together that are shared or owned and that then you lay onto that duration and a space doesn't have to be big in terms of its scale but it could be big in terms of its time like you can spend big time there and that again is a different sort of space and then I think you have a space for making things happen You've been listening to Dr Zoe Laughlin from the Institute of Making as part of the Forster and Hayes podcast series, Speculations in Unimagined Space. Check out the other podcasts in the series, as well as other information, on the Forster and Hayes website, www.forster-hayes.com. <laughs>